Welcome to the Where Money Meets Soul podcast. I'm Jennifer Griffith. And I'm Natasha Gaines. As two busy women juggling high profile jobs, family, friends, bills, and everything else life throws our way, we know what it's like to feel stressed out and overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And from personal experience, we also know what it's like to pull ourselves out of that place by using the right skills and tools to get our lives into alignment. Absolutely, we're here to share those same tools with you so that you can also turn your desires into reality. If you're interested in learning more about money and abundance, how to create a better work-life balance, and how to pursue your passions without sacrificing your dreams, then we invite you to join us each week to gain powerful tools to help you succeed in business and life. When money meets soul, magic will happen. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Where Money Meets Soul podcast. I'm Jen Griffith. And I'm Natasha Gaines. And welcome. Welcome back. Today, we are going to talk about how to be productive when working from home because we've been getting a lot of questions around this subject matter recently. Um, Just based on the current state of the world, many of us are being forced to work from home for the first time ever, or some of us for longer periods of time. Some of us are just used to working from home a couple days a week Mm -hmm. or maybe just a month at a time. And now we're all obligated to kind of social distance and do what we're doing. So if you are in a situation where you're working from home for the first time or for longer periods of time, you might be feeling just a little bit restless on how to best navigate this entire situation and all of the distractions of being at home. And you might not be so certain as to how to be as productive as you normally are, maybe in an office setting. So Natasha and I are going to talk about a couple things that probably will help. Hopefully some will give you some tips on what we both Natasha and I are doing. So I've been working from home for 12 years now. (laughs) So I have some good tips. Uh, And then Tasha, you, because of the recent situation, is it been a couple weeks? Yeah, it's been a couple weeks. I've had positions. I mean, I've worked from home before in my life, just this particular position that I have. um, I don't, but yeah, I have been for a couple weeks. I'm fine with it. It's interesting. You know, some people that do, some people that don't, a lot of people love it. A lot of people hate it. Um, Mm -hmm. so it's, it's kind of interesting to me. I don't, I don't mind it one way or another. I just, for myself, I have to be pretty regimen in my schedule. And also I have to have, um, my workspace look a certain way. (laughs) Absolutely. And I think those are some of the tips we're going to share revolve Mm -hmm. around exactly that. So I've been working from home now, as I mentioned for 12 years, the first two years I have to say were challenging for me because I'd gone, you know, 20 some years working in office settings or retail settings, whatever the case was, but always surrounded by people. Mm-hmm. So the first two years were were definitely tough. But now, all these years later, I, I don't think I'd have it any other way. I love working from home. I don't yeah, know if I could ever take a, a position in an office. I mean, I do travel a lot. So that helps me kind of get out of the, you know, the monotony of kind of being at home. So I love being able to, to go places and, and see people and do things. But I think I'm I'm one of these people who is very focused also. So my issue is I'm so focused and I'm not easily distracted that I can easily work till 10 o'clock at night if I allow myself to. So, and that's not good. Nope. So, (laughs) so let's go over some tips and these are tips that we're sharing with everyone. Um, We certainly don't suggest that you do all 10 of them if, if it's, you know, if you're unable to do them, but listen to some of these tips and just incorporate a few or as many as you'd like, and hopefully they'll just help you feel a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. 
So number one, and I think you just said it, is you have to designate a quiet working space, right? You, you need a spot that is your, your home office now. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean you need to have a huge room or a huge area, uh, but really just select a place in your home where you can maybe, maybe it's a nook in a specific room or in the living room, but somewhere that you can set up comfortably and you can have your essentials nearby. So essentials being things like your computer, your laptop, your phone, your chargers for laptops and phones, maybe, you know, your pens, notebooks, have a little system set up where everything is just easily obtainable. Right. Yeah. And you can get creative with that workspace as well. Yes, it can be if you have an empty room, go for it. If you have to set up though on your dining room table, maybe you can block off a part of it from other distractions, but you can get even more creative. Do you, if you live in a, in a place where the weather is mild year round, what about in your garage if you have one or, mm-hmm. you know, in a sheltered place in your, in your yard or maybe on your patio or what have you. Um, so you can kind of look around, you definitely look into different spaces that you didn't necessarily think you could destined for something mm-hmm. like that. And, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Some people have gotten really creative and they'll turn like a hall closet into Mm -hmm. an office or a bedroom closet where you can just set up like a little desk. And at the end of the day, you just close that closet door and it's out of sight. So people are getting really creative. For sure. Um, I saw somebody that had um, a pantry and the top part of the pantry was their food. And then the bottom part was their workspace. Interesting. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Great idea. Yeah. You've got to get creative, but find that space, designate a space that you can call your little home office. And that way too, you kind of, you get into a comfortable routine. Like normally, you know, if you If you go to work, you tend to have a routine at work where, you know, where you sit or you know where your station is, right? So you just want to create something that's kind of familiar, but also just, because if you change it every day, you can also get a little bit distracted too. Like it's just every day you're adapting to a new situation. So that's why we're saying just find a specific place and try to keep it as consistent as possible. For sure. And then number two is to take it to the next level by this is what i have to do this is like mandatory for me (laughs) so and we call this zen your workspace so what do you recommend for zenning your workspace oh yes so what i do is i bring in my candles and i bring in my crystals and i bring in my little my plants and everything that i normally have in my regular office and i just surround myself and all those things uh you know framed pictures things of things like that a little bit. I like to bring a little bit of the outside indoors. Yeah. So, yeah. And yeah. You're, you're such an outdoorsy person. It's mm-hmm. things that just make you feel good, right? right? So, exactly. yep. I love the fact that you do plants, crystals, candles. I do the same thing. I have a Himalayan salt lamp that's mm-hmm. always on as I'm working. Yeah. Uh, and I think another thing too is keep your space decluttered. Oh, exactly. Because yes. if you have a lot of stuff or it's just unorganized, a cluttered life can kind of lead to a cluttered mindset too. So just try to keep everything as organized as possible. Keep little piles and, but also keep things that make you happy and that kind of make you ex- I don't know if excited is the right word because I don't know if anybody gets excited to go sit at their desk, but (laughs) something that just makes you feel a little just more relaxed and kind of cozy when you're at your desk, right? Just a little bit happier. Yep, absolutely. Mm -hmm. One of the key things for me, so number three would be to schedule self-care time before you log on in the day. I think one of my biggest challenges when I first started working from home was that I would get up, get out of bed 
go straight into the office, turn my computer on, run out, get my coffee and my breakfast, and I would eat coffee and breakfast at my desk. And so literally from 10 minutes after I woke up mm, till the yeah. time I logged off, I was just working. Yeah, that's um, brutal. I do not encourage that at all. So if you can, um, before you log on for the day, you know, if you, now that you're not commuting, if your commute, you know, if you woke up at a certain time when you commute and maybe still wake up at that same time, but the time that it would take you to either, you know, get dressed or commute to the office, try to put in some self-care time. It doesn't have to be long. You could just do maybe five, 10 minutes. Um, but what I would recommend doing is maybe as you're enjoying your breakfast or a cup of coffee or a cup of tea is just really just sit and be in the moment you know, sit quietly while you're sitting there, you can give thanks, you know, silently give thanks for everything that you're grateful for. Um, or you can maybe listen to a five minute guided meditation. You can read, uh, you know, a chapter from your favorite book, or if you have like a, um, you know, there's a passage that you like or any kind of book, just read a little bit. But what mm -hmm. you want to do is to spend time before you log on and start to go into work mode is spend time focusing on you. If you have yeah. a lot of Nope, yeah, go for, it. for sure. Oh, well, yeah, I was just going to say, I know, because what I do is um, the time that I used to spend getting ready and or commuting into the office, I now throw on some workout clothes and I go for a run. That's the first mm -hmm. thing I do. I roll right out of bed, I go for a run, and then you know, I'm awake and I'm ready and I've already knocked out, you know, part of my exercise um, routine. Yeah before I've even started. Awesome. So yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of people, I think this is where you and I are completely opposite. I do not have a lot of energy in the morning. I need a lot of coffee in the morning to wake up. I need a lot of quiet time, but for people like you or people who have a lot of energy when you first get up, can you do a workout? You know, if you go for a walk, awesome. Cause what a great way to put your mind in the right space. Right? right. Exactly. Yeah. But I, you know, and honestly, I just force myself to do it whether I uh, have a lot of energy or not. I just for you. Yeah. roll out of bed, brush my teeth, throw on the clothes and go. I love it. <laughs> I should be more like you, but yeah, probably not. <laughs> but if you don't have the energy, maybe it's cold. You don't want to leave your house early in the morning. Can you do some kind of a circuit, right? So you can do either yoga or stretching as soon Absolutely. as you get up. You can do your, yeah, your strength training exercises, whatever. You know, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, schedule something. So, whatever works, you, you know, or maybe it's you call someone first thing in the morning because you like to hear their voice that sets mm -hmm. you off and starts you on the right place. Right. You know, find your something that works for you, something that makes you happy and kind of sets the tone for the rest of the day. Try to do that before you log on. So, I would say yeah, it's important because you'd said um, try and get up at the same time that you normally would have. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important to keep in mind too, because if you go off your schedule too much, remember that at some point you're going to be expected to go back to your, <laughs> get out of your house and go back to the office or wherever the case may be, right? And it's kind of, I, I was thinking it'd be like, you know, when there's a time change and then everybody bitches about <laughs> having lost that amount of sleep forever long, it's going to be the same concept if you don't keep to your routine. You're going to pay yeah. for it eventually. So yeah. might as well just stick to it now. Yep, absolutely. Much as possible right. anyway. Yeah, definitely try. It's going to make life a lot easier down the road. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, so sticking to a schedule is very important. This is actually number four, right? Because so mm -hmm. waking up at the same time, um, that's key, as we just mentioned. But what you also want to do is try to get out of your pajamas at a certain time. Yeah. Every day. 
Uh, yeah, I, I mean, some people can hang out in their pajamas all day and be productive. I am not one of them. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I, yeah, I feel like I have the flu or something when I do that or like I'm sick or something. Super like, lazy. I need, yeah, I just do. Like I need, I need to get dressed and actually, yeah. Hey everyone. Did you ever wish you had a friend who was constantly supporting your dreams to make more money, pursue your passions or live a more relaxed lifestyle? Well, here we are. Success, financial freedom, balance, whatever you want to create in your life, you can have it and we're sharing the tools to help you get there. That's right, because sometimes all it takes to achieve your goals is a tribe of people cheering you on and we're here to do just that for you. Yes, we are. When you join our tribe, every week you'll receive powerful tools to help you achieve financial freedom, create a better work-life balance and pursue your dreams. For only $5.55 a month, You'll receive access to affirmations, mantras, guided meditations, EFT tapping sessions, articles, and tip sheets that all specifically focus on money and abundance, work-life balance, and passion and success. That's a whole lot of stuff. It is. If you visit inthelifeofzen.com to subscribe and join our tribe today. And when I first started working from home, that was one of my biggest challenges. I did mm. not have a routine in place. So I would find myself, you know, you log on to the computer, you eat at your desk, next thing you know, it's like one o'clock in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. You're still in your pajamas and it's a horrible feeling. Yeah. So now it's get up at the same time every day, try to get out of your pajamas at the same time every day. You can get dressed. So if you're not going into an office, so you don't have to maybe get dressed, you know, don't have to wear, you know, a suit and tie or a dress and heels, but you know, I will say though, if that's what motivates you to work better then do it, yeah. who cares? Yeah. 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 Whatever it is, but something that's going to make you feel more productive is mm-hmm. really the goal. Right. Yeah. And then I think when you're not, I think one thing you should absolutely do is when you're creating a schedule is make sure you schedule two 10 minute breaks and one 30 minute lunch break at the very least. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Whether you can do it at specific times every day, do it. And if not, do it as your schedule permits. Right. Uh, I also recommend do not eat your breakfast or lunch while you sit at your desk. No. Let no. that be the time where you maybe sit outside if the weather is nice, or if you're working in your family's home, maybe that's lunchtime is the time that you all eat together, or maybe mm-hmm. you can go for a walk around the block together, right. um, read a magazine, um, but really schedule those breaks. So you're kind of breaking up the day and at the very least, just to give your mind a break from work. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And if you're somebody that needs a lot of variety in their routine as well as I do, so I speak from experience here, I've been changing it up every day as far as my break, what I do on my break. So one day I will go for a run. The next day I'll go for a walk. Today I did a Zoom, an online Zumba class. Um, just sort of depends, but I just, I, I tend to incorporate exercise. Mm-hmm. I love that. And that will help you get to number five, which is to stay focused, Mm -hmm. right? Because if you have little things that are breaking up your schedule on the day, it's not going to make you feel as though you've been stuck at your computer all day. It's just a long, grueling day. So what you want to do is also stay focused, schedule those breaks and try to avoid multitasking, like things like doing the laundry while you work. Like, oh, I'm just going to go throw in a load of laundry, you know, in between emails, mm-hmm. or I'm going to start prepping dinner, you know, in between these meetings or these zoom calls, whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. Don't try to avoid doing that. I think the, the biggest thing you can do is to focus on doing your chores or prepping your meals or whatever you have to do around the house, either do those on your breaks so your, your 10 minute breaks, your lunch break, or just do them before or after you log right. off. 
yeah, yeah. longer off. Because otherwise, you're constantly juggling one task over another. Right. And it's it's hard to stay focused if you do that. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Right. Yeah. So just create those, create the time, the specific times on your breaks to focus on your chores around the house. So you're just not distracted from your work. Right. And on that same vein, uh, with number six, we have to avoid social media and any sort of non-essential online time, which is basically the same thing as doing your laundry, right? It's just another distraction that's keeping you away from your work. So if you really got to chase, check your Instagram or whatever it is, or check the latest, greatest news, then do it either on your breaks or before or after, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I would suggest if you can try not to look at it at all until after, yeah, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. it's such a, you get sucked in, right? It is like a you, time suckage for yes, sure. Yeah. You go on, you're like, hey, I'm just going to check this one thing. Next thing you know, it's that mindless scroll. <laughs> You've been scrolling some random dudes. Yeah. <laughs> you're like four weeks back. <laughs> it's horrible. So I would try to avoid it altogether if you can. But if you can't, as Tasha said, just do it during your breaks you know, at the very least, just try to stick around that. But yeah, for sure. um, And then one thing that's getting all of the attention these days are kind of um, obviously virtual conferences where people Mm -hmm. may not have done them in the past, but I think now more than ever, and number seven for us is this, it's to stay in touch with your coworkers. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. You have to do that. Um, I mean, it's important for a lot of, you know, a lot of reasons for one, the social aspect, mm-hmm. right? You're used to being in an office with a bunch of people. It's important to like still kind of maintain those relationships, but also you want to make sure that you're not missing out on any sort of internal communications, any sort of projects. You want to let your managers know that you're up to date on your projects, where you're at with them. So everybody's just sort of content cohesive with what's going on. Exactly. And I think one of the best ways to do it is to schedule either daily or weekly kind of debrief calls. Yeah. That's what we're doing. Yeah. Or maybe it's first thing in the day, you do a check-in call or last thing in the day. Um, You know, if daily is is too much for individuals, then maybe just weekly, but just Mm -hmm. to catch up on, okay, what are the status of projects or how's everyone doing? Or, you know, you also want to, it helps to hold people accountable. Yeah, so you want to sure. make sure that you're constantly checking in with your team. You know, you can no longer just go in and into the office next door and see how they're doing. So yeah. this is a way to just make sure everyone's, you know, staying connected, doing what they're supposed to be doing, and also just offering them kind of the support. If you're starting to feel isolated from working from home, it's just so nice to know that someone is still there. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Maybe mm-hmm. not physically, but they're they're just, you know, a, a quick button or a phone call away. Right, exactly, yeah. yeah. So number eight on our list is to make plans and lists. Uh, I'm a big list maker. Are you? Me too. Me too. I wouldn't get anything done if I didn't have it written down. That's how I feel. (laughs) So what you can do is each Monday morning, maybe you can start by writing down exactly what you need to accomplish and by when. So if it's, you know, what you need to do by the end of the week or the next two weeks. And then if your list is extensive, break it down further by identifying a list of things that you need to get done by the end of the day. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I would recommend maybe three to five things maximum. Right. Right. And that way, you know, like your list isn't too long and it's not kind of un unattainable really you want to do a list where you know okay if i don't get anything done but these three to five things i will feel productive yeah i'm golden and then yeah then each start of the morning you work on the most 
the hardest thing, the most time consuming thing, mm-hmm. knock that off first. So it's not hanging over your head all day. And then um, anything that you don't get done by the end of the day, move it to the next day. Exactly right. I recently read that those hard projects are the most difficult ones you should try to have done by 11 o'clock AM. Okay. Like make right. that a goal. And that way, you know, okay, if by 11, you know, that's my deadline, you know, you have from 8 a.m. to 11 or 8.30, whatever time you log on, you have those hours to work on the most time-consuming thing. Then the rest of the day, you can tackle the rest of your list for the day. You know what? And another thing, it not only keeps you accountable for what you need to get done, but there's a major sense of accomplishment and being able to like, for me, cross something off my list. I'm like, yeah, man. (laughs) I agree. There's, yeah, I love that feeling. We, I have lists Mm -hmm. all over the house and I don't know if the (laughs) professionals would agree. I think, I think I once heard Oprah Winfrey say, do not make lists, but I disagree with Oprah. Maybe this is the only time I do. She must have one hell of a memory because I I have a list on my desk. I have a list in (laughs) the kitchen, like chores for the week. I have a list of projects we need to get done over the next few weekends. Okay, I'm not that good, but. Oh, no, I might be a little crazy. I have like three lists, (laughs) but I like the list. And that feeling of crossing things off. Oh, I love it. That's the best. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just geek fest best. I I know. (laughs) Kindred spirits. We love it. And then number nine. Oh, this is, is my big one. My big yes. one. Oh my gosh. I would go absolutely it? nuts. Get the hell outside. Yep. <laughs> yep. So we've talked about taking or scheduling those two 10 minute breaks a day. This is absolutely the time to do it. If the weather is nice and look, if it's rainy or cold, put on a jacket, grab an umbrella, Whatever, go outside yeah. and just get some fresh air. Absolutely. Even if you just have to stand on your patio and suck it in, you know, mm-hmm. just whatever. But yeah, mm-hmm. I abs- that, that's for me, that's absolutely vital to my life. <laughs> yeah. Go for a quick walk around the block, stretch the legs, you know, get your circulation going, mm-hmm, stand mm-hmm. on your patio. You know, if you can, especially if you're sitting at a desk all day, try to make it, if you're going to be outside, make a time where you're not sitting outside. I would say try to be somewhat physically active. You know, it doesn't mean you have to do a whole exercise routine, but just stand up, stretch your legs a little bit, get that blood flowing. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you'll just feel a little better, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then I think this one could be challenging for people, especially people who are, as I mentioned before, like someone like me who I'm very focused and I'm not easily distracted and I can work all hours of the night if I allow that to happen. But when you're from home, it's so much easier to just go in the next, you know, go into your office or your designated workspace and get something done. Like after dinner, it's like, Oh, I'm just going to shoot off one more email. Number 10 really would be to log off and unwind at the same time. Mm-hmm, you want to mm-hmm. finish your work day at the same time every day. This is part of creating that routine, right? Absolutely. So after you log off, you know, let's say your, your day's eight to five or nine to five, try to log off by 5 PM every day. Mm-hmm. And then before you transition into parent mode, partner mode, home chore mode, do something similar to scheduling self-care time before you log on, try mm-hmm. to schedule a little self-care time once you log off. Yeah. Yeah, you know? for sure. Again. And you know, one thing I would say too, is that's why having a designated space for your office is so important because if you 
if you sort of treat your office as just like a makeshift place in the middle of all the activity, it's so much harder to log off at the end of the night. Mm -hmm. So if you can, and if you don't have a choice, if you legitimately don't have a space in which to, you know, create an office, an office space um, that is away from all the activity, then at the very least shut down your computer at a certain time every night. And it's, I don't know, stored underneath the sofa or something, put it away. So you're not physics. So it's not there. Right. And it's not kind of luring you back in, right? Exactly. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. just one more email or one more project or something else. Yeah. I mean, don't be putting in any more work that you wouldn't put in on your normal right. job, right? I mean, there's, yeah. that doesn't make any sense. Yep. So log off at the same time and then try to focus on yourself. So again, you can go for a walk at the end of the day. Maybe you want to take a warm shower you know, before you transition. Maybe you want to read a little bit or focus on breathing. Anything, and again, it doesn't have to be long, just a few, five, 10 minutes, but something that is going to let you just unwind before you now focus on all the chores you have at home or, you know, dinner prep or getting the kids ready, you know, for bed or whatever, you know, working with them on their schoolwork or homework, whatever the case may be. You want to transition now from being focused at work and all of the stresses that maybe that has caused. You want to get into a mode where you're just present, relaxed, and you're in that mode of being at home and now devoting all of your attention to your family or your home chores, whatever it is. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So we hope this list helps. I'm going to recap them real quickly. Okay. So number one was to designate a quiet working space. Number two was to Zen your workspace. Number three is to schedule self-care time before logging on. Number four is to stick to a schedule. Five is to stay focused. Six is avoid social media and non-essential online time. Seven is to stay in touch with your coworkers. Eight is to make plans and lists. Nine is to get outside. And 10, log off and unwind. Mm-hmm. So, and what we'll do if you find these helpful is on the show notes, we'll include a link where we have these posted on our website. So you can easily click on that link if you like these or want to share them with fellow coworkers or anyone you know, please feel free to do that. Um, we hope they help. So, yeah. and then let us know if there's anything else that you're kind of being challenged with at the time, anything that we can help address on a future podcast or on our website in one of our articles, please just shoot us over a DM or an email. Let us know what you're struggling with and we'll put some tips together for you. Yeah, absolutely. And along those lines, we're going to end with an affirmation. Tasha, do you have one to share with us? Um, I believe there's a little something right here. Yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) All right. I am successful in my endeavors and the universe smiles upon me every day. I like it. I am successful in my endeavors and the universe smiles upon me every day. Blessed be lady. Thank you for listening to the Where Money Meets Soul podcast. We hope you're feeling inspired to take control of your finances, create balance, and live your best life. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave a review. And if you know anyone else who would benefit from this content, spread the love by taking a snapshot of this podcast, sharing on social media, and tagging In the Life of Zen. And stay tuned for more from In the Life of Zen. Visit us at inthelifeofzen.com and follow us on social media at In the Life of Zen.